round, Anderson, and he must score. He yes. has scored. Well then, got him third ball. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. Oh. He's done it. He's done it. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the CSB Simfoot Family Podcast. Hope you are well out there in this crazy, crazy world. Just a bit of a preview of this week's show. We have an Olympics recap, uh, another week in lockdown, how are we all coping, some teacher talk with Alicia, a Harry and his visit from the hospital, and some fun facts, and a game we like to call Get to Know Your Ancestors. And as I welcome my beautiful family to this week's podcast, uh, we were welcomed on Friday night by the release of the new Masters of the Universe Revelation cartoon. I thought it was fantastic. Hopefully everyone was watching it. And as I just introduced my family, I would like them to tell me that if they were a Masters of the Universe character, who would they be? Now, I'm going to go first. Obviously, they say if the hat fits, you should wear it. So since I have the costume, I would say that I am, of course, He-Man. He is the most powerful man in the universe. Has He has rock-hard abs. And at the end of the day, always has a positive message. And I just want to introduce our next person, which will be James. Now, just before we go, James turned 14 on Mondays, which was a great, great um, celebration for him. And also, too, last week, I forgot to mention, his Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA title. So he's still coming down from that. Anyway, James, if you were a Master of the Universe character, who would you be? I would be Men of Arms. Um, basically, he was plus one. So that's basically me in real life for you. So that was a pretty easy choice for me. Good call. All right, Harry, who have you got? Well, I think I'd be Orko because I have a strong personality like him. And when he was when he was injured um, in the Re- Master of the Universe cartoon revelation, I've been injured quite a few times, and I've always wanted to like do things like like I've always wanted to go to school faster and do sports faster. So I think we have kind of a similar bond there. Okay, fair enough. Emily, who would you be? Um, I think that I would be Tila because. I like to save the day and I always think that I'm brave and I always like hope for the best and I always try my best. Fair enough. And Alicia, the legend killer, which we'll come back to on that a bit later. But uh, darling, who would you be in the podcast? Uh, Sorry, I, in Master Universe, who would you be? I said that I would be Buzz Off. Because <laughs> yeah, wow, Buzz Off. That's a weird I'm one. I'm always really busy, like a busy bee and um, like Buzz Off. Fair enough. Now, as... As we do these things, I've come up with my own names for you guys, so I thought we'd run through those quickly. Uh, James, I had you as Beastman. Harry. Thought so. Looks to eat a lot. No. Uh, and Skeletor's number two, so when I'm Skeletor, oh, you're number number two. Um, Harry, I had you down as Orko as well. Uh, you are soft, you are funny. Uh, sorry, you are small and you are funny. Uh, Emily, I had you as some days you are Teela and some days you are Evil Lynn. All depends on what <laughs> mood you're in. Thanks. And darling, I had you down as Shearer. Uh, I've, I've seen you give birth three times, and anyone who can do that, dead set, is the most powerful woman in the universe. Anyway, a recap of last week's podcast. Now, obviously, one complaint we had is we did go a little bit too long. Uh, four weeks in lockdown does do that to somebody. And it was the only time in my life that I've been criticized for being too long. Anyway, if you have any <laughs> feedback, please send us a message on our Instagram page, which James will say now. Uh, CSB underscore podcast 21. There you go. So we've got our own podcast now. And of course, I mean, you know, what, what, what else could you want but to get involved in this wonderful content? Hopefully it's going to be weekly. It all depends on everyone's schedule. Now, 
Olympics. It's been on our TV over three channels for the last six days. I hope everyone's been watching. It has been absolutely amazing. Lots of sports that only really come around every four years, things like hockey and water polo. Um, but as I go around the room, guys, what's been your absolute highlight so far of the Olympics? Jim, you want to lead off? Um, I'm going to say the Boomers against yep. uh, Nigeria. That was a cracking game. Paddy Mills you know, had a great game, 25 points. So, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Darling, what have you come up with? I've really enjoyed the swimming. Yep. So we've had quite a few gold medals so far. Yeah, well, all our gold medals are so all far have come from the three pool. Three gold yep. medals. So Kaylee McEwen today with the 100-meter backstroke. Yep. And Ariane Titmus in the 400-meter freestyle. That was just amazing, wasn't it? And if, I mean, like, the coach... The coach went nuts. <laughs> Lovely Warrior. reference to the Ultimate Warrior reference. <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, which yeah. is good. Wrestling, get another good ref- reference there. But, but yeah. Good to see the, the, the passion and the excitement. One thing that I've loved about it is the commentary from the parents. I mean, the raw emotion from the parents watching their kids, you know, their loved kids winning medals at these. In the pods. Yeah, which is amazing. It's just been really, really good to see that sort of stuff. Darling, what have you come up with? Um, I, um, as a highlight, I think that the, the girls' relay yeah. was really good. I just, I love watching um, them and especially when, we were in front by a lot on the on the last world record, yeah. And what does it feel too, girls? Um, so far, all our three gold medals have come from ladies. Feels good. Boys, <laughs> pull your socks up. Um, Harry, what have you come up with, mate? Talking about boys pulling their socks up. What about Carl Chambers to bring home Carl Chambers, yeah, bronze for like they were in like six in that race, and he just gunned it. And it, fun fact: if he would have did that in a hundred meter freestyle, he would have got. On the world record. That's amazing. So, I mean, he's coming. His event starts what tomorrow um, or the day after? No, he's he goes tonight. In the his heat's heat. first heat tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Tuesday then, night. And then I'm pretty sure tomorrow yeah, is night, the yeah. semi-final, and then the next day is the final. Yeah, I've got down the Matildas and the Aldi Ruse. Um, it's um, Matilda started well. They were very good against Sweden, and it's currently halftime now. They're nil all against America. So hopefully, they can qualify for the next round. And the Aldi Ruse. Fantastic result against Argentina. They battled really hard against Spain. Unlucky for that. Unlucky for that one 0 defeat. Yeah. And then hopefully, yeah, Egypt. Egypt. What tomorrow night? So hopefully, should beat them. Well, I don't know. They they're a pretty good team, but hopefully, well, hopefully we can beat them. It'd be great. Just as a family, we watched the Ariane Titmus race together, and I think you could just see it building as it, as it, you could just see it building as it went along. You could just tell that she was, they said that her plan was, she followed her race plan to the perfection and she pulled it off and all that work, all that effort. And she gets rewarded with a gold medal. Um, now just moving on to our predictions from last week, we did have a few. Um, my prediction was Jessica Fox for a gold Unlucky today, she hit two penalties. If she only had one penalty, she would have won gold. A penalty right, what, the third last gate, Harry? It was, no, I'm pretty sure. It was the second last second gate, last the upgate. And it was a red gate, so. It was an upgate. So, yeah, yeah I mean, just shows how much effort goes into these things, and it's just a fraction out. Well done to the girl that won, though. She had a fantastic um, effort. Boys, how, 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 how are your predictions going? Well, I um, predicted the girls relay, and that was and that was um, correct. I also predicted 
Emma McEwen, she got third in Butterfly. That was a great swim. So, yeah, that's a pretty good result. And obviously, I still have Carl Chambers left in swing, and I reckon he'll go pretty well. Yeah. Uh, James, yours is still yeah, coming up. Logan the BMX Martin hasn't raced yet, so... Yeah, now, as you touched on in the start of the episode, um, Alicia, the legend killer, I want to apologise on behalf of the Sinfields to uh, Ash Barty and Stephanie Gilmore. Uh, absolutely received the kiss of death from Alicia. Um, what do you got to say for yourself? You want to apologise publicly to some Aussie superstars, which you have just backed and then ruined their Olympic dream? No comment. No comment, fair enough. Darling, if you want to comment on yours? Um, well, I did have Kate Campbell and she did good. She did do good, yep. Yeah, and then I did Steph Gilmore, but um, yeah. And then I also did Ash Barty, but she got out. Yeah, absolute heartbreak today in the surfing. Um, Sally Fitzgibbon, just unlucky in her event today. And the Aussie bloke, um, got bronze, came back from a lot right, of, Owen Wright, yeah, yeah, come back from a lot of difficulties to get bronze. So we're sitting on now three gold, one silver, and five bronze. Is it five bronze, Harry? Yeah, five bronze. Yeah. And that leaves us in fifth spot, which is amazing. Great effort so far from Team Australia. And Actually, six spot. Six spot, is it? Team Australia in six spot, which is, and there's lots more events to come, which we are looking really, really good at. But so the, the hockey yeah. Has started amazingly. Yeah, they've done well. We haven't lost a game yet. The Boomers and the Opals are off to great starts. Mm-hmm. America don't seem to be doing are doing as good in the mm-hmm. basketball. They get like Chris Middleton and stuff. People who played in the last game of the playoffs, so they get like Devin Booker and that back now. So they come back now, yeah, do so they? They they join that squad now. And so. Luka Doncic is uh, playing for Slovenia. Yeah, he had a good game. Yeah. the other day. So yeah. some competition to come for our basketball stars. Um, what about you guys? What are you looking forward to? Coming up in the second week of the Olympics. Um, I'm looking forward to um, Kate Campbell's 100 meter swim. Yep. I feel like she's gonna go well, but she has to be Sarah Sherston because she um, holds the world record. Okay. Yep. Darling, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the women's 1500 meter swimming. Yep. Um, they've done some heats already, but the finals on tomorrow. Yep. Um, we've got. Maddie Goff and Kia Melvilleton on um, in for Australia. I think Kaylee Kay has got that one wrapped up though. She she's got a big program. She got she got a big program, but she in her heat was just like you know she could have swam backwards and still would have won. Jim, what are you looking for, do bud? For the Olympics, second week of the Olympics. We're looking forward to. Um, oh, the Boomers, Boomers. Hopefully, they can advance to the quarter. Yeah. So looking forward to. That. And you've also yeah. got your BMX guy starting up. So, yeah, he yeah. plays over. He starts so. soon. Yeah, Harry, what are you looking for doing, mate? Carl Chambers. Carl Chambers, you got you like him, don't you? Yep. He's got speed to burn. Uh, I'm looking forward to Aussies in the pool. I think it's been fantastic. The girls, they are really on fire. Hopefully, the boys can get a few good results. And the cycling will start soon. The track cycling, mm. and um, yeah, just the commentary of the track cycling. Phil Lickett, I think he's. he's I think his name is. He's a. He's really good to listen to. Now, during the week. Thursday night, actually, just before the Raiders Parramatta game, and drama at the Sinfield House. Harry goes down in the kids' retreat, a pool of blood at his at his toes. He's keeled over, and then next minute he comes up, lifts his head, and he's knocked his front tooth out. And so, if he sounds a little bit funny at the moment, it's because he's currently got what a, some braces and a s- splint, and so. 
in a pandemic, which is not ideal to go to a hospital, what was it like to go to a hospital in a pandemic, guys? What was it like? What's what's the differences at a hospital as opposed to so, as as opposed to normally? So when we walked in, yeah. there was um there was two people standing at the front door, um, who basically went through all the like hotspots and stuff and they um I'm pretty sure they also um asked how I was and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Did you have to get temperature checked there? Um I don't think so, no. No, yep. Did they ask why you were coming to hospital? Yes, they did. Yep. Was there any police there at the hospital? Um, yes, there was a lot of police and like we also saw like an ambulance come in as well, so yeah. yeah. Did it the reason we went to the hospital is because I rang around and being a pandemic and in lockdown, yeah. um all the dentists were closed. Even the ones that were advertised as all day, all night, or 24-hour dentists, they were all closed. So we really didn't have any other choice but to go to the hospital. Well, lots of people, um, lots of people, um, you know, are, are not as good as they normally are. Like, you know, lots of services are shut down. We're hearing a lot of reports on the news, police are losing members. The ambulance staff is not as strong as it was from my job in the railway. We have got lots of staff currently not working. I know we are re using reduced services. Um, but yeah, um, everyone's just trying to get through this. doesn't matter what you do. I think there needs to be a lot more support for our um, essential workers. I just thought it was an absolute slap in the face, um, that protest that went on, sun that went on, on Saturday. As a family of five, we currently have th three birthdays in the space of a week. We've got grandparents that haven't seen their grandkids coming up now five weeks. And really, there's no end in sight at the moment. So it's just incredibly hard. Hope everybody's getting by in any way that they can. I think there's no, there's just absolutely no way to do this. As long as you can survive, do your best. Hopefully, humanity rain it rains through so just at the hospital so now you've you had to go to westmead was that much different to Campbelltown? um yeah i felt that westmead was um more covid yeah. um had more ready COVID protocols in protocols place. yep um so he was referred to westmead we need needed to see a pediatric dentist there yep and um yeah they wouldn't let me in to start off with because i wasn't a patient however i wasn't a company accompanying a minor wow um so so, I had to, so you I there was a bit there where you thought that harry would just have to go in by himself well they wouldn't let me in to begin okay with yep. until i applied for an exemption and said that he was a child and he needed me to accompany him. Wait, at the westmead hospital what do you think they were going to be there for was it a children's hospital or was it it was the um oral oral health unit which is attached to the main hospital yeah wow all right so we've got now a splint on and some braces and we go back in two weeks hopefully the um roots have taken hold yeah dig back in and then he got to save his um front teeth hopefully otherwise every every year for christmas you're gonna want something now moving forward Bit of an Aussie sport update. Um, things back home. I mean, what else is there to do except for watch sport? Um, uh, and He-Man on Netflix. <laughs> anyway, Raiders, three in a row. I'll be back, Jim. Oh, it's a big core. Big, big core. I don't know. You don't know? Harry, I'll be back. Well, 
I think we are. I think we are too. I think winning's better than losing. Agreed. I think that we have showed a bit of um, bit of rate of spirit the last couple of weeks. Bit of um, bottle. Bit of um, we we our defence was amazing against um, against Parramatta. Now we move forward to Newcastle. Teams have been named. Raiders get Jack Whiten back and Elliot Whitehead. Unfortunately, Ryan Sutton is missing. We do have Bailey Thomason on the bench. And um, Duminus. And Duminus as well on the bench. Uh, I think we'll go with the same team we have. I think our best chance of beating Newcastle is to be lighter and try and defend better. Uh, the big the big in this game is going to be how we defend Caelan Ponga. I think yeah. if we can hold him, Kick to the corners. I think we should be all right. But in this NRL season, who knows what's going to happen. Just on the NRL too, we've got a couple of teams struggling and moving down the ladder. Yep. Dragons for us is good if they keep losing, which is, I mean, you can't have a barbecue at Vaughnies <laughs> and not expect to get the punishment, which was ridiculous. Uh, and the Warriors, RTS going home, and I'm thank God for that because that guy dead set carves us up every time we play him. Yeah. Uh, but a big loss to the game and to New Zealand Rugby League. Roger Tuovasashek, agree? Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, during the one, two good shows actually on NRL on Fox the last couple of weeks has been Tales from Tiger Town, and last night we watched an interview with one of the gods of this household, Ricky Stewart. The greats. Um, what are your thoughts on a bit of an inside dressing room? Did you? Did, was, I it, what, it. was it? Was it what you thought it would be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I I come in. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it was great to see kind of how it works. How it works. It, yeah. You know, not just what happens on the field, like more off the field. Yeah. And, what kind of like goes into it? Yeah, and stuff like that. Um, you know, there had, there was like a Brad Arthur one. Uh, or was it last yeah. year or the year before? But yeah, like I really enjoyed that one, and I was like really looking forward to seeing the Tigers one. So. Uh, what I liked about it was the fact that the team that was being shown wasn't one of the so-called glamour teams. I think it's a. I mean, we'd see Bellamy in the coach's box and that, but with the Tigers. Who are a local team of ours? Who we, I mean, we don't follow them, but we do sort of keep an eye on them. Um, I thought it was good to see them struggling and just show you how hard it is to win and how Especially much they when needed like at that the win. Bottom, yeah, like, yeah, like you know, you you got no confidence, no form. Yeah, yeah. So you really got to and I thought it was good too to see them when they versed the Raiders to see yeah. what they sort of put into when they're versing our players. What they wanted to kick to, they wanted wanted to yeah keep yeah. an eye on Charns and and that. Yeah, I thought it was really really good. I'm looking forward to episode two. I think it comes out either August the second or August the eighth. Uh, our interview last night with Ricky that we watched. If there is any doubt that he is not the man to run our club, I think last night proved that he absolutely is. I believe that we would not be in the position that we are today as a club if he was not our coach. I think he yeah, brings he brings legitimacy, relevance. I think that if we did yes. not have him as our coach, we would be Tigers. We would be the Bulldogs. We would be the Warriors, if not every year. So I mean, the Warriors have been unlucky though with injuries. It's not like they've really I been... I mean, every club's been unhappy with injuries. Like, their whole team's out. Well, Tohu Harris, RTS. See what happens. Now, Swifts. What happened today to the Swifts? Today they lost um, against the Magpies. Yeah. It was... They've got no coach. What do you expect? Yeah, they had 
they had this person, like, I didn't really know who she was, but she was, like, standing with the team and she was, like, telling them, like, tips. Yeah. It must be, I mean, like, the coach is still in Adelaide. She's trying to homeschool, homeschool kids in a little room. Her husband's with two older kids at the house. And they're playing with no crowds in Brisbane. They've got a game on Thursday, I think, and then Saturday, and then see if they're in the finals and start after that. Yeah, hopefully they get into the finals. Yeah. So uh, Swift's got a bit of work to do. Now, the game of the round this week in the NRL is Penrith versus the Storm. Now, Penrith have got a few out. No Cleary, Tohu, Tohu, he's out for approximately six weeks, which is a massive drama for the Supercoach teams. But anyway. Not for me. <laughs> what do we think? Who do, you think, who, do you think wins, who do you think wins this one? I think Storm win. Storm win? You know, the team's going to be like united after Craig Bellamy resigns. Mm-hmm. So now that's kind of like out the way, they're just, you know, yeah. finals. Harry, what do you think? So I'm going to say Storm. Storm? I think Storm will win too. Um, I think it might be closer than it has been for a while. I think Penrith can still defend. Um, they've got, they are missing a lot of players. It's going to be interesting them getting out of their own end without Toto. I know teams have been targeting him after Origin. We had a few drop balls. I would obviously be kicking to him first. I'd be keep bombing to him if I was coming out of my own end all the time. And um, yeah, it'd be, I think Storm will win. I think it'll. I think Storm will. Be, and I think it'll be close. I think. I think it'll be mm. ten points. I think it'll be close during the game, but when it comes to the end of the game, I yeah, think Storm will go. Also, I, Isaiah Yo's not playing as well. So yeah, it's like maybe it's Storm by sixteen then. I reckon thirteen plus. Storm by twenty. Yeah, it'll it'll be close. I think it'll I think it'll be close for a while then. Yeah, I'd say, I think it'll be close for the first sixty Six, minutes. 60, 65 minutes. The game starts to really open up. Yeah, the Storm. Like some I mean, Storm. I just if they don't have a massive injury, injury collapse. Well, they had Papinhausen yeah. In comes Nico Hines. I don't know. He's basically just a Boston. Yeah, like yeah. It's Cronulla got him for an absolute steal. It's crazy. All right, so moving forward, fun facts with Harry. What do you got this week, bud? All right, so famous people that have been in the Olympics um, are Harold Sakata, who is in a James Bond movie. Odd job. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, um, uh, he, he's also in the, <laughs> in the Olympics. He or she, Caitlyn Jenner? I'm a bit confused here. What are we... So he's a he... <laughs> Well, he turned into a she. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. Just leave it We've established that over the past couple of days. All right, fair trying enough. To, yep. Trying to figure that Kurt out. Kurt Angle, who's a WWE superstar. He is. Um, Hilary Wolf, who's been in Home Alone. She was. She was in Home Alone, and she went to the Olympics for judo, one of our yeah. the sports closest to close to our family. Mum's favorite. She was um Kevin's sister. For those of you who want to know, she was Kevin's sister in Home Alone. Yeah, and then finally Prince Anne. Who we did talk about in episode one. Princess Anne? Princess Anne. Yeah, Princess Anne. Yeah, Princess Anne. These teeth is a bit hard to do with the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my other fun facts is that for Australia, we've, we've won gold, like the most medals in swimming, yep. then athletics, then cycling, then rowing, then sailing, then equestrian, then field hockey. Wow. Swimming. Swimming, we've got. 57 gold, 60 silver, and 61 bronze. Wow, that's pretty good. I mean, I reckon by the end of these next two weeks, we're going to be um, have a, quite a few more, yeah. And um, finally, um, the 
um, the Olympics that we've got the most medals in are obviously the two ho- the two ones we host, which yep. was Melbourne 1956 and Sydney 2000. Also, we got a lot of medals in Athens in 2004. That was a pretty good year for yeah. Olympics. Yeah, well, the funding would still be in there. So mm-hmm. hopefully as we move forward to the next Olympics and then into 2032 in Brisbane. Now, just a bit of a question on the flight. We've seen the Olympics for the last six days. Is there any sort of ideas that we could throw towards Brisbane to make their games or to help some of the sports in their games? I'll go first. Now, I've been watching the swimming, as obviously everybody has, and there's been a couple of times where some of our swimmers who can't quite see as good as um, other swimmers because they need to wear glasses or contacts have actually... um, not known where they are in the pool or not known where they are in the order. I think maybe along the bottom of the pool, they could have some sort of like electronic board to show you exactly where you are placed in what order you're in. What have you guys got any ideas that can make Olympics a bit better? 2032? Maybe like, I mean, camera angles maybe. like Camera angles? In yeah, the, like, in the water, like maybe like I don't. I mean, you can't really have a moving camera. But I like, think if there's not a, if there's not a camera on Dean Foxall, um, Ariane Titmus's coach, like yeah. uh, inside the dressing room, um, Madge Maguire style, I think yeah. that would be good. I think he's dropped a few f bombs. Darling, have you got any ideas? Um, I think that they should do a bird's eye view camera because then you can see like where you are. Like, yeah, I even for the like, audience to see like who's in front when it's really yeah, close. and you, and I think that you should also have like um. They should like do it differently with like how the pool set up because I feel like they the people need to like see where they are. Yeah. With a camera in the goggles, maybe. Mm, I feel like it that. Seems a bit overboard. <laughs> Cameras and goggles. Yeah, Harry, what do you reckon? Um, I reckon maybe holding more events. Um. Actually, I don't know. You don't know? I don't think I... That was a bit of a tough one. We didn't really think of that, did we? Now, one of the things, too, that I wanted to touch on is um, Jessica Fox's dad's been doing the commentary while she's been doing the canoe and the the kayak. How amazing would that be to to actually do commentary during your own child at the Olympics? What do you reckon? Tough? I reckon it'd be pretty awesome. Tough? You're going to be awesome? I don't think I'd be able to do it either. I think I'd be too excited. Say if, like, she got gold. Yeah. Like, can you, like, keep cool? I don't know. I get too emotional. Like, I mean, James gets a 50 or Harry gets a couple of wickets or M does dancing. I'd be bursting with tears. Anyway, moving forward. Now, we've got one of the great advantages we do have in this house is we do have our own personal teacher. Um, Lockdown is putting a lot of pressure on our teachers as well as our parents trying to do the work of teachers or Combined work, I guess, with the teachers. Another week. How's it all going in the, from the teacher desk? Oh, it's going okay. Obviously, you know, we all wish that it would go back to normal, but yeah. it looks like um, that's not going to happen yeah. in the immediate future. But I think um, although people are getting over it and bored of it, I think, well, in our house, it's going quite well. Yeah. Um, I think... Um, the kids have got themselves into a routine of what they need to do. Yep. Um, I guess the teachers as well have got themselves into a routine of yep. how to um, best support the children at home. So I guess the longer it goes on, the more we'll get used to it and the more we'll refine it, but it's not ideal, obviously. Has, has there been some talk with, say, the um, 
the, the, the decision makers who look over the syllabus and stuff in terms of trying to trim some of the fat to make sure the kids absolutely get what they need to know out of this next, say, let's say term three. Is there some yeah. trimming of the fat to get the – so the teachers know what they've got to get, make sure the kids, kids well, cover. Well, all the teachers have been told to focus on the essential learning for each subject. So yeah. what is it that the children need to know in particular subjects um, in order to have that progression um, through their learning? To yeah. the next grade and such. So focusing on just essential learning, there's lots of other things that they could be doing to complement that in the classroom, but um, at the moment that's not possible. So just focusing on those essential learning and also um, trying as best they can not to put too much pressure on um, the children and the parents at the other end yeah. to, to do too much. Um, it's really important to have um, a balance yeah. and to not... Um, make remote learning stressful. So if something's not going well or not understood, you can always reach out to the teacher, but it's not the end of the world if it's not completed and if it's not right. Um, yeah. it's, it's something that um, that will be addressed once we are back in. I guess for our kids, uh, we've got a kid, our son James is in year eight and the twins are in year five. They're probably okay when you start getting into year 10, year 11, year 12, there's not that we can, we can catch up, we can do it again. They're pretty much like, you know, running out of time, I guess. Is there an option to do, say, a year 13 or go again? Or is there an option? What, okay, well, what are your thoughts on the HSC? If you're in year 12, as a teacher and a parent, would you want the year 12 to go ahead? Sorry, but the HSC to go ahead? Or would you want to, say, suspend it for a bit? Well... Um, everyone in Greater Sydney is in the same situation at the moment. Correct. But um, everyone in New South Wales and Australia are not in the same situation. So at the moment, um, the, the students in Greater Sydney are at a disadvantage compared to other areas that are continuing with face-to-face um, -face learning. I know schools have um, put out that those Year 12 students can come to school and can have face-to-face -face lessons and work on major works and such. Yeah. Um, but I don't know too much more about exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. it's going to be interesting as we go forward to the next day. Like you know, in ten years' time, are we going to have a shortage of doctors and nurses? Are we going to have a shortage of lawyers? I mean, it's probably not a bad thing. Are we going to have a shortage of things like that? Because of currently the situation we're in, I know for a fact I was talking about it on, on, on one of the, the NRL shows this week, potentially the competition suffering because at the elite level, people are playing, but under that, there's no junior football, there's no reserve grade. What's the competition going to look like in a few years' time? I don't know. Hopefully. Well, even with teaching, um, this term I know where I work, there was going to be a number of... Um, university students completing practical yeah. um, lessons and they're allowing only the final year um, students to continue with their prac. Um, if they're in first, second or third year, their, their pracs have been cancelled. But if they're in their final year, they're joining in the online learning with um, the class that they were meant to be with and having sure. a whole different experience because if we don't allow that to happen, Next year, we're going to have a shortage of teachers. 
Now, Zoom lessons, just, just before we talk end this subject, Zoom lessons, James has had some Zoom lessons, Zoom catch-ups. That works yeah. well for you. That's good. Yeah, that's all right. It's not the same, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, most of it's more like the well-being stuff to make sure everyone's all which, right. Which is great. Yeah, I've, I've only had like a real couple that's actual lessons. Lessons. Yeah. And the twins have got their first Zoom on this week, so we'll check in next week to see how that worked. I think it's great. I mean, as I said last week, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, if this happened then, we would be absolutely screwed. Technology, for everyone that's got the knock on technology, this is one of the really good things about technology helping us at the moment. Now, just before we leave this subject, any tips for parents who think that their kids aren't getting enough work or could do with a bit extra help or anything like that you've come up with? My advice would just to be to focus on what you can do. Um, even the learning that takes place in the house is just as important as the schoolwork. So do some cooking, measure the ingredients, um, do some gardening, plant some new plants and measure the distance between them. Um, lots of things like that, play card games, things like that, that um, are stimulating um, their brains and maybe some time off technology because all of the learning is on technology for a lot of kids at the moment. And I guess if anybody wants to get a lesson in how to how to lose at FIFA, come and verse James because he would absolutely smack you in any game. Now, moving on, let's get to the fun part of the podcast. A couple of things left. Now, I've asked my family to come up with a couple of names. So if after this pandemic ends and we are going to have a family barbecue and we could invite anybody we would like, Everyone's going to come up with four names, and now these are the rules. One must be a sports person, one must be an actor or singer, one must be a superhero, and one must be a famous a famous person who has passed away. And we'll go, um, Harry, you go first, bud. Who do you come up with? So my superhero is The Flash. The Flash, yeah? Yep. Wow, that's a good one. My actor is Will Ferrell. That's good. That'll be good for a laugh. Uh, my um, star player is Brian Tohawk. Prime total, yeah, that'd be good. And then my person that's passed away is Robin Williams. Very good, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm happy with that. All right, Emily, who have you got, darling? Um, for my singer actress, I chose um a singer, and I chose Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, for my superhero, I chose Wonder Woman. Very good. I'm glad she's coming. Um, for a sports star, I did Helen Housby or Maddie Proud. All right, well, I guess if one's not busy, we can get the other one. Um. For my famous person, it's Steve Irwin because I like animals. Steve Irwin. Crikey. That's good. All right, Jim, have you got Bud? All right. For my sports person, I've got Marnus Labuschagne. Marnus Labuschagne? We actually could probably get Marnus on the podcast. We yeah, made two of our cousin yeah, Jack. Probably. We never know. Um, for my actor, I went Adam Sandler. Very good. Yeah. Uh, for my supervillain, I went Holly Quinn. And wow. for my person who died, uh, Kobe Bryant. Very good. Right, we've got a new basketball hoop so we can... We can maybe teach him a few things. You can maybe teach us a few things. Darling, who have you got? Okay, for my singer, I had Pink. Yep. For my sports star, I had Roger Federer. He's a really humble, down-to-earth guy from what I see. I reckon, I reckon he would bring a drink with him. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, reckon he, I reckon he would, yep. Um, Wonder Woman would also come for me, yeah? We can't have the same one. you got to choose another one. Oh, well, we didn't know about the rules for that. Well, you, you know, we've got to... We've got to we've, we went to Bunnings and bought all these chairs. We wanted these chairs filled, so... Who's your number two? All right, I'll bring Batman. Beautiful, because that means I don't have to bring Batman. All right. <laughs> and um, the person who's died, I would bring Prince Philip. That's who I was going to have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go with my number two. Prince All right. Insider. 
Yeah, I thought what, you're going to go old Prince Philip or young Prince Philip. We have watched The Crown, so who are you going to go? Mm. Old Prince Philip. Old Prince Philip. Because he's more knowledgeable of everything. So what, we were talking mid-90s Prince Philip, where we have two in The Crown? With... Yeah. Yep, yeah, all right. I've got, I hope he doesn't park his car in front of our house. I hope he gets a, a lift. He's not very good at parking. I've gone with the sports person I would invite would be Ricky Stewart. I reckon he would be great to have him come. Uh, actor or singer, I went with Alice Cooper. I reckon he could tell a few good stories and maybe convince him to do a song. My superhero would be Skeletor. I reckon it would be funny to have him turn up. And the famous person who has died, I went with David Bowie. Now, another game we're going to play today is Do You Know Your Ancestors? Now, this game is a game designed by me, which we will give three facts from a family member ancestor of our families, and the twins and James have to come up with the one that is not correct. So we're going to say three facts. Each of them will put a guess in, and then from that, we will see who's right and wrong. So, darling, lead away. Actually, first, introduce who the person is, and... Okay, the person that we're going to be listening about today is my granddad. So my dad's dad, Granddad Jim. Yep. And James had James um, would have met. Yep. James met Granddad Jim, um, but he passed away when James was eighteen months old. So Emily and Harrison never met Granddad Jim. Um, but today I'm going to tell you three facts about. Granddad Jim. Just before you do the facts, Granddad Jim was, how would you describe him? Probably the nicest person? Yep, definitely. He, he didn't have a bad word to say about anyone. He didn't have a bad bone in his body. He was always very, very uh, welcoming and friendly and caring. He would call us regularly and sing to us over the phone. Yep. We would go and stay with him in school holidays with grandma. Yep. Um, he would pay us $2 to make his bed and we thought that was great. And then we'd get grandma to drive us down to Bilo and get some lollies with our $2. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I remember when I came into the picture in the year 2000, we would sit there and watch the football together when Canberra played. And he would, he would talk to me about how the Monaghan brothers in the team were – related to him even though they had a G and you didn't have a G but he was always good to me and I couldn't thank him enough for the welcome that he gave me to the family all right darling let's go with the facts all right so these facts about granddad Jim so I'm telling you three facts two of them are true and one of them is false so so just so mum's gonna say the three facts and you guys have got to then after the three facts say which one is not right so there's no buzzer no buzzer no nothing like that okay Okay. Granddad Jim once played NRL at the Sydney Cricket Ground and scored a try. Right, NRL as in first grade or? Not first grade. A football game. So rugby league. Rugby league. And so, okay. So, Granddad Jim once played rugby league Just and scored a try on the Sydney Cricket Ground. Granddad Jim once drove all the way from Sydney to Adelaide on the same day that he got his driver's license, aged 48. And Grandad Jim's grandfather was held up by Ned Kelly at a post office. Oh. Which one of them is not right? right? Do you want me to repeat them? No. No, no, right. no you're right. Okay. We'll start with Emily. Emily, which one of those facts is not true? 
Um, I think that the one about the scoring a try is not true. Is not true. Okay. You, can, you can do the same. Yeah, you can yeah, do yeah. the same if you want. Uh, I reckon. I reckon his brother didn't get held up by Ned Kelly. His grandfather didn't get held up by Ned Kelly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going the driving to Adelaide. Driving to Adelaide all in one day, the day he got his driver's yeah. license, age 48. And, well, one of you has to be right because you all chose a different one. The winner today is James. <laughs> Granddad, Jim, actually never, ever got his driver's never license. Never his license. Knew it. He never drove his whole life. But never drove his car. Granddad did score a try at the SCG and Granddad's grandfather did get held up at a post office by <laughs> Ned Kelly. Well, that's Granddad. very good. Do you like he that game? He came in to rob the post office and... He was in the post office at the time and was told to put his hands up and lay on the floor while Meg Kelly robbed the post office. Wow. Pretty cool, isn't it? Is there any more? No, we'll do one a week. So that's this, this week's one. What do you think about that? That's good fun. Okay, now that actually concludes our podcast. Now, as we do leave, we did put out our thing on our social media, which James will now say again. Uh, CSB underscore podcast 21. On Instagram. On Instagram. So back in the day, Romper Room was a popular show and Alicia was actually on Romper Room and she, um, so similar to Path of That, we are going to look through our magic mirror and do a shout out to some of our podcast listeners. If you would like to be on episode three of the magic mirror, please Comment or like our Instagram page, yep. and we will get through to you on episode three. Anyway, take it away, Miss Alicia and Miss Emily. Okay, through our magic mirror today, we say hello to Julia, Scott, Isabel, Liam, Hazel, Courtney, Jasmine, John, Luke, James, Nicholas, Raminda, Max, Cynthia, Wayne. Robert, Neil, Deborah, and Dave. Very good. All right. Well, that concludes episode number two. Hopefully, it's episode number three. And goodbye from me and goodbye from everybody. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. See you next time.